Welcome to Mortgage Markets and More. I'm your host, Peter D'Angelo. I hope all is well and that you've had a great week as we're heading into Friday. We made it. We've got a quick real estate market update for you this week. Uh, A lot of this is going to be about how things have been going and trying to provide you with some information that could best set you up if you're a prospective home buyer. And if you're a real estate agent, maybe some useful information that can be helpful for you and your prospective clients as we're navigating a rather difficult and competitive market still as this year has gotten into swing here in January and February. First and foremost, I'm going to start off with the thing you hear me say on every episode. I cannot stress enough the importance of getting pre-approved. It's super important, especially right now in this market, because things move so quickly. If there's a good property out there that gets listed due to the low inventory, boom, you blink your eyes, it is gone. Um, I can tell you many stories that I've heard over the past week of people submitting offers at 10 o'clock in the morning and hearing that, oh, well, we already accepted an offer at nine this morning. And that's not even including the best and final situation, which is very common right now in this market, meaning that a listing agent will put out a notice to any interested buyers. Hello, we are going to be accepting best and final offers on this date at this time. So you've just got to show up with your best and that's how competitive things are right now. Getting pre-approved helps you to establish your budget, helps you to understand how much it's going to cost you when you do have that opportunity that you have the accepted offer on, and getting pre-approved allows you to be quick in this market, which is extremely important and where I would go as far as to say an actual requirement in order to win in this market if you're going to be purchasing. I am going to talk about foreclosures because here's what's going on. A lot of people think that the real estate market has been hot for a while. It's gone on a crazy run up. Values are up tremendously compared to, you know, just a couple years ago. And if you've been shopping in any market for any extended period of time, you've seen how much home values have gone up. So when people see things go up, it, Sometimes it means, oh, when are things are going to come down? You know, what goes up must come down. So the bottom will fall out. I'll wait for home prices to come down and then I'll enter the market. The newsflash here is that we don't see any signs of there being an actual circumstance where we'll see home values go down, mainly because of the demand. We can go back to simple economics on this when you have low supply, high demand value is going to continue to rise. And that is the case right now. Obviously, it's been hampered a bit by a high rate environment that we saw last year. But since that eased, you know, the average for the mortgage rate, as we're ending off this week is close to 7%. I'll have that update for you on Monday. But for now, we're close to 7%, which is still quite a bit of relief from seven and a half, tickling 8%, which is the high that we saw last year. That's created more affordability, but more affordability also means more competition. So the reason why I brought up foreclosures before was in recent history, it was foreclosures that really precipitated the bubble burst beyond a number of other factors in 2008. And if we're not going to see that much activity on the foreclosure front, then it is logical that we're very likely not going to see much softening of home value or any meaningful change downward in home values that would affect affordability and also be a good guide as to the right time to buy. Home values look like they're going to be going up just as we continue through this year and there's still low inventory, then the values will continue to go up with that. 
if and when we have a low rate environment or a lower rate environment this year, we'll likely see home values to bounce up a little bit more when that happens. If we look at month over month and when we've been doing our monthly reports and taking a look at what the National Association of Realtors presents us with for the home sales data, we see some softening month over month, but we also have to consider the seasonality and that we're looking at the winter time, which is normally a slower season, and we have holidays, so people take their eye off the ball. Less people list their homes for sale. If there's less activity in the market, then you're really not getting a good reading of where home values really are. So when we go into the spring market here, and as we're preparing for it, we're going to have a better sense of where values are. And right now, everything is fertile for home values to continue to rise, especially with the competition. For comparison, back in 2010, we saw the foreclosure rate spike. So there were 2.9 million foreclosures in 2010. Obviously, this is still, you know, 2008 crisis era numbers. So this is when we saw the big fallout for delinquencies and foreclosures pop up. And there was about a two-year lag before we hit the peak because this was a systemic issue throughout the country. For comparison, 2021 saw the lowest amount of foreclosures at 151,000 uh, in that year. Now, this one's for the smart kids in class. Let's think about this. Why do you think foreclosures were so low in 2021? I have the answer for you. The reason why was at the time, there were so many forbearance programs available, and many lenders, instead of defaulting on mortgages during the pandemic and during COVID, they said, you know what, we're going to offer forbearance, you don't have to pay your mortgage, and then we'll settle it up. And there's a number of different ways and mechanics that that has played out and with different lenders that kept it within the guidelines that the federal government set for lending. But if you have a forbearance that's available to you, you're not going to get foreclosed upon. So that means you could put a pause on your mortgages. That's what happened in 2021. Right now, 2023, the first estimates are around 357,000 foreclosures. So a tick up after the pandemic obviously could be contributed to the fact that we saw the forbearances end and people need to start paying their mortgages again. And when those payments started coming due, that's when we saw some foreclosures tick up slightly. For comparison, that's 60% of pre-pandemic levels. So that's taking into account the, the peak that we saw in 2010 and then the, the trough, the low that we saw in 2021. We're only at about 60% of the normal, quote unquote normal, foreclosure volume that we saw before the pandemic started. If we don't have the foreclosures, again, home values, there's not a good case to be made that home values will go down in the future. To that end, I know that there's a lot of buyers out there that are looking for the opportunity to jump in the market, but there's also sellers that are on the fence about selling their home. Keeping Current Matters is a source that I look to on a daily basis that provides some really great value when it comes to assessment of the market, some insights and projections on where the market's going. They had a very interesting blog, which I'll link here in the episode description so that you can refer to it, but I wanted to share with you some key points, and it is specifically speaking to those sellers that may be on the fence about listing their home. A lot of people think, let me wait till the spring market. There's typically more volume of activity, more buyers are out there looking, 
we're in an, an, an environment right now where you don't have to worry about whether or not there's a lot of buyers. There are a lot of buyers. And as long as mortgage rates are below 7.5%, in my opinion, affordability is quite within reach as opposed to it being above 7.5%. That's going to keep competition up. So if you're waiting till the spring, here's a couple points that I wanted to make that could be a good case to not wait and that now may be a good opportunity. First and foremost, again, is the mortgage rates. The mortgage rate environment is better now than it was a few months ago. It's not as good as it can be, nor is it as good as it hopefully will be uh, later on this year. But for right now, we're in a little bit of a good sweet spot where things are more affordable. That means you've got buyers that are ready to go. Secondly, getting ahead of competition. You are thinking, let's wait till the spring. This is a very common perspective. If the market gets flooded with inventory, flooded, I'm using very loosely, I do not expect there to be a flood of new inventory this year. And I don't know many people that share that perspective of there being a lot that's going to come. But when there is more available in a market, now sellers, you're, you're losing a little bit of that competitive edge. Sellers are still holding the cards right now, but listing before the spring, while we still have low inventory, can certainly help you get top dollar for your property. The third point is that home prices are still rising. Even though we saw some month over month dips, we're talking about very small margin of value decreases in some markets, by and large, real estate market is still increasing and it's going to be on an increasing trend for the foreseeable future here, uh, just based upon the analytics and based upon how much demand that there is. So taking advantage of the home value now, it could still be very beneficial to you as opposed to waiting for the spring. If there's other options for people, it goes back to the second point. If there's more options for people in your market, then you may not get as much when it comes to listing and selling your home. Lastly, we want to talk about equity. CoreLogic is a data service provider that does analytics, and it's a very helpful tool to understand how much, on average, home equity is the average U.S. homeowner sitting on right now. And that's at about 300000 that means the average American who owns a home has $300,000 worth of equity that if they were to sell their home, that's equity they get to shift into their new property when they purchase. So now you're not, you're not necessarily needing to get as high of a mortgage that you may have needed previously, and that can help you from a cost savings perspective, even thinking you're sacrificing your mortgage rate that may have a 3% handle on it or a 4% handle on it for something in the sixes or possibly seven squarely. But if you're borrowing less, your monthly payment will be less. So the, the equity that you have now can certainly be beneficial if you're going to be selling your home and buying something else. It's going to require coordination to see in the market you're going to buy what is going to be available. But the final point here is that you do have quite a bit of equity in all likelihood if you haven't taken out any additional mortgages over the past couple of years, and it's just property appreciation that you get to realize now. 
That's it for today. I hope you found this useful and helpful. Again, I encourage you to like, subscribe, share the show with those in your circles, your family, your friends that may benefit from this information. Would love to hear your feedback as well. Leave a review. Let me know if there's anything in particular that you would like addressed, and I'm happy to do a deep dive. Otherwise, I'll be talking to you on Monday with a mortgage rate update. Enjoy your weekend and take good care. Thank you.